Hi, everyone. This is Lara Taubman reporting for the fourth podcast episode of The Graveyard Sessions. Uh, The Graveyard Sessions is a podcast I designed to... Well, first, it was inspired by just letting everyone know why I wrote the nine songs on my debut album, Revelation. But as I've been making it, I realize how much I enjoy talking to other creators of any kind um, and what makes them want to make anything. Um, When I was an art critic and a curator, a visual arts curator, many, many years ago, I um, think one of my favorite things to do in that job was to visit uh, artist studios and to see what went on behind the scenes and talk to artists about what they made and why they made it. See, I love to see sketches. I love to see uh, rough takes of, of anything because then I get to see how people's minds work and how they get to the final the final decisions of what makes the final thing it just makes everything so much richer for me so that's was the inspiration for this podcast and uh, it's called the graveyard sessions not because i'm morbid all the time but because uh, uh i have a, a home um on wolf island where I recorded the album at Wolf Island Records just down the street with Hugh Christopher Brown, uh, my producer, who is uh, amazing. Um, I bought a farmhouse right across the street from one of the town's graveyards, which is about 200 years old, uh, which is very, very cool. And um, I guess I was inspired by the crows who moved between my yard and the graveyard. And um, uh, in the summertime when the windows are open, you can usually hear them squawking around in the morning. Um, but now they're, they're, they're muted because the windows are shut. <laughs> but it's all still going on, and um, it's a very friendly graveyard. It's actually very inspired. And the home that I bought is a... a like a 100-year-old farmhouse. And uh, a lot of people from town grew up in this house. And everybody I I tell, actually, that I I live in this house says, oh, we went to the best parties at that house. We danced a lot and sang a lot. So I think it makes sense um, that... uh, And I think a lot of the people who lived in this house actually are buried across the street. (laughs) So... So it makes sense to me that it's called the Graveyard Sessions. It's actually a celebration of, of life and music and joy, which is uh, what I hope to bring to you here and, and what I hope to bring you in my music, um, as well as connection and love and everything wonderful that music can do for us. So today I am going, I'm just going down the list of my playlist on my album. And the fourth song is called Ocurary. This has a quirky, kind of a funny story um, and, um, where uh, I, I literally, I think I had my, well, it starts with Hugh Christopher Brown, Chris Brown, my, my producer. We met through, uh, I had a doctor and, and he had, 
he he was cousins with Chris, and he said, "Well, he should he should hear you sing in your music." And this was a, a few year about three years ago, two and a half years ago. And uh, I said, "Sure, you know, I wasn't looking. I I really had felt like I was just beginning in this on this journey, and I I didn't know what I what I could expect, um, what I should be looking for. I was just working at." at the craft and learning to write and sing and play and so on. And um, I think it was my second meeting with Chris. And he came over to my house in New York. And I played a bunch of stuff for him. And and we talked. And I was just so painfully shy and sort of embarrassed about what I could present to him. And um, just, it it was very awkward for me personally, but I I liked him very much and I felt very comfortable with him as an artist. And uh, there was just an instant connection creatively between us, which is, you know, still the case today. And it's probably one of the best creative collaborations I've ever had in a lifetime of creative collaborations of all sorts. So we came over, we went, and I I think our meeting really inspired me. Um, And he left, and I remember it was like a Friday, right before the weekend. And I remember by that Sunday, I had this line in my head, and a lot of times that's what happens, is I'll get, I'll hear one line, and I'll, I'll write it down. I'm more disciplined about that now than I was then. But I think what caught me on the line then and made it stick around for me before my my lazy ass got around to writing it down was I heard the line, I beseech to the sea. I love that word beseech. It's such an old word that's still used in contemporary language. And it's just something about it that um, feels so... It just embodies yearning. It, it's this strange uh, rhythm. It's got those two E's in the middle. You're like, please, I beseech. You know, it's the same kind of feeling. It, it just, but it's sort of this old word that evokes all these old images. And at the time, and still, I mean, I think forever I will be really enmeshed with, um, you know, old tunes from Ireland and Scotland um, and England, those old folk tunes about the sea and seafarers and um, those standard tunes like Barbary Allen, all those songs that have so many verses to them and they're sort of more like an orator's uh, song that just is passed down from person to person to person and changes with every generation. Um, you know, growing up in Southern Virginia, uh, there's, uh, that it was just around me. Um, and, uh, I think I, I just really have always been plugged into that vibe, but I never, it's only until music that I've really ever been able to, fully realize it in myself. And so I've always had this connection to that folk music and um, being able to honor it honestly has, has been a real, really fulfilling thing. I feel like a part of me just goes, Oh, thank God, you know, (laughs) like I've been waiting to, 
to um, to think this way and feel this way and perform this way for a really long time. So anyway, I I had that line just kind of pop in my head, like it like it happens so many times um, when I when I find a song. Um, it's like a I think I've said before it's like a yarn piece of yarn that just kind of loose yarn that kind of sticks out of a sweater and you just start pulling and it just starts to unravel into this thing. And so I heard, I beseech to the sea. And so I wrote it down and I probably just sat down and played around with it. What is this? What is this? What is this? And then I remember I wrote that song on a Monday because I remember wondering where in the world did this song come from? Um, and I remember I just met with Chris on Friday and I felt so excited, you know, and I, I kind of give him credit for sort of, uh, opening that door for me to that song. Um, I heard that song and I'm like, okay. And I, I found the chords. I found the melody. I beseech to the sea. And I'm like, okay, what is that? What is that? You know, I was just, I kind of threw my hands up. Like what? I saw it. I, I felt it. What? What? Then it, like, I thought, what's a word that rhymes with, um, with airy? <laughs> with, oh, I beseech, I th- wait a minute. I beseech of the sea in my little town of Akureyri. Oh, that's what it was. It was, I beseech to the sea, and then I heard the line, and I wrote it down, give me back my love, my love that's gone nary. Nary became the word, you know, it was beseech and nary, and those two words just had to be in that song. I didn't know where they were going to be, I didn't know how, it just, it had to be nary, it had to be beseeched, and I'm like, I kind of threw my hands up, I play with it, rolled it around, I'm like, I don't know. And then I went to, um, (laughs) I did what anybody would do today. I'm like, I Googled (laughs) what word rhymes with nary. So that's what I Googled. I never Google, honestly. But uh, after this experience, I'm like, oh, Googling isn't so bad. I like what? I put in the search engine, what is a word that rhymes with nary? And sure enough, the town of Akureyri in Iceland popped up. <laughs> like Akureyri, how do you even say that? And <laughs> say it Akureyri. I'm sure I'm totally butchering the word, but the name name of this town in Iceland. But I uh, that it does rhyme with Nary. I think in any in any accent. And Akureyri is a um, town I never have visited. I have a friend who's been there. Um, <laughs> But, uh, and, and he said, it's quite nice. Uh, it is an, it was described on Google as an ancient port town in, uh, a fjord in Iceland, which just fit. I'm like, that's it. And then I realized, and then I realized that, um, this was, I just, and then I saw the whole thing. I saw this woman, I saw this woman at this port from who knows when before the night before the 18th century you know kind of crazy her she's sort of bedraggled her hair's down she's 
wandering around the port, waiting for a ship to come in that never comes. And she's sort of talking to herself. She's talking to anybody who will stop and listen to her. And and she's saying, I, I beseech to the sea, I beg you see to, you know, I beseech to the sea in my little town of Akureyri, please give me back my love, my love that has gotten airy. And that was it. That, that, that wrote the whole song. And I just, I just came up with, uh, you know, this woman, we're not sure what happened. We're not sure if he was just a jerk. We're not sure if she is crazy, crazy, crazy. We're not sure if that's the that's it, the case. And, you know, they're both like she's just crazy and he's just a jerk. Um, <laughs> um, or one or the other. Or maybe this man really did love her, but she just totally lost her marbles and he can't take it anymore. So he just he just brusquely leaves her and, and, you know, marches back and goes to sea and hope he never returns uh, because he's so heartbroken or he just can't take it anymore or he just wants to run around on her or he wants nothing left to do with her and it has broken her heart. And I, I have always been, you know, I'm from the East Coast. I'm from Virginia, but I, you know, if I wasn't in Virginia, I was in the North and, um, on the seaboard. Uh, and I love those homes that have, I love this idea, these homes that are right on the coastline that have these things on top of these old houses that have these, like the, they have the front window where it's a bedroom and it's, um, usually I think, and I've never actually been on one come to think of it, which is crazy, but they have, these square porches in front of in front of the the window or i guess a what would be a door just a square porch and and those are porches where they're called the captain's walk and the the wives of the captains or the wives of the of the seamen would 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 be able to go out there and look into the ocean or see and see if their their um, their husband's ships are coming back, if they're coming back, and and it that just I mean to take the time and the effort to design a house with something like that on it is um, it's really striking, you know, to think about that that was such a deep and intense part of life, um, that kind of anxiety and yearning. And loneliness and um, and worry. It it's really this poetic, beautiful thing. Or maybe you know, there are, there's the other side of that where the woman keeps a lover while her husband's off to sea, and she wants to go out and look for him to make sure her lover, who maybe has moved in over the last couple of months, needs to go before the ship comes in. I mean, I don't know, but um, it's just this wild. It's, you know, it was significant enough that an entire home, you know, a roof was designed with this aspect of it. And now it's just an aesthetic thing in all these old homes and they, they keep it. It's just this wonderful poetry uh, of a real emotional um, thing. And it's, I think that has always struck me about um, 
the sea and what the sea used to be, you know, the sea and how it affected, you know, everybody's life um, in, you know, and before, you know, I don't know, 1920, <laughs> um, which isn't that long ago. So I, I guess that's uh, part of what inspired that. And I feel like this woman in the song, Ocurary, is sort of doing the same thing. It's just a different situation. Um, yeah, and I mean, that's, that's what that song is about. And it just, it was another one. It just kind of came out. And it, before that ever got to recording, uh, I mean, I, I played it a million times live and I developed it on my own. Then I took it to Chris and when we were starting to record and we developed it and I, but I mean, that pretty much stayed as is, there was no adjustments. It just, just took it to its, its final, uh, final, just, you know, erased some of the edges and made it, made it presentable. But, um, yeah, that was, that was, that one was in me. Um, and I love it. And it, it inspired a bunch of other things, a bunch of other songs and ideas. Um, so that's it. That's a song. Um, that's how that song was made. It, it's not that big of a story, but long of a story, but it is, um, that one is near and dear to my heart. Uh, I I kind of love this song. It's, it's it's actually for for a song that's so uh, it's just very economical, easy easy song to sing um, with a lot of story behind it. And I love that kind of a, a performance experience. Um, I'm going to sing you the song live here. Um, it's one of those that's very easily translatable into acoustic guitar. And, uh, yeah, here it is. Um, oh, and I want to mention that I am having a, um, I just finished a video a, a video of of, of uh, with this song Occupy and uh made by award-winning documentary filmmaker in Canada named Sean Terrell which I he does a lot of the other videos for the label Wolf Island Records and they they're just beautiful music videos um and uh I think that I think we haven't decided the date yet but it will be my video will be premiering in about a month and uh, so I hope, please, you'll look for it. And um, it, I think he just did a beautiful job with the song. And um, I'm really proud of how everything's turned out with it. Okay, so here we go. I beseech to the sea in my little town. Accurary, please give me back my love, my love that has gone nary. He's been gone so long, it's truly been my 
he has to return. I must have them near me. Twas the early summer time he'd been home, loving me. When I saw him in the market with a Wasn't me. I stood next to them. I called out his precious name. He turned in a roar like a giant burst of flame. With distance in his eyes and rucksack in hand. was rushing to the harbor he was going away again I followed at his coattails begged with all the heart I had I said that I loved him and he said that I you enjoyed that um i really appreciate your listening and uh there will be more to come uh you know you can find my album to stream digitally on all streaming platforms you can buy the album on apple amazon um and i guess itunes is apple you can um buy a special edition CD and vinyl with a special edition poster insert on my website, laratobman.com. And uh, I will ship anywhere in North America for free. I hope you enjoy this. And thank you so much for listening in and for your continued support. And for now, this is Lara Taubman signing off, Graveyard Sessions.